On today's pod, we have our host Valeria interviewing a biomedical science student, Stephen Tran. Here we can gain insight on student groups and clubs at Ryerson, as Stephen is a part of a whopping eight student groups and one course union. Not only does this chat allow Ryerson students to learn about some awesome groups available on campus, but it also highlights the importance of teamwork and finding one's own niche. So please lean in and enjoy this conversation with Valeria and Stephen. Hello, everyone. If you do not recognize my voice already, my name is Valeria. I am in third year biomed, and today I am joined by Stephen Tran. Stephen, would you like to introduce yourself to us? Yeah, totally. So my name's Stephen Tran. I'm going to my second year of biomedical sciences at Ryerson, and I'm totally excited to get started with this. Yeah, okay. Today, Stephen is actually going to talk to us about some of the student groups that he's been involved in. I thought this would be a good segment to allow people to gain a little bit more insight into the Ryerson community and student life. And Stephen is very involved in a lot of different clubs and groups. And when he reached out to me, he seemed like a very good person to talk to about this. So Stephen, why don't we just start off with asking how many student groups you're a part of or which student groups you're a part of actually. A little um, background going into my, my involvement and stuff. It all started with the whole like Rona season, like trying to be productive mm-hmm. and stuff. And like, I'm sure everyone and including myself, like we all crash and burn at the beginning of the Rona season and stuff. So yeah, uh, it was a big piece that made me want to like get really involved with the school. So right now, I'm currently a part of eight student groups and one course union. Eight? And eight, yes, eight and counting. <laughs> I, I had to pull okay. up my little list just to make sure. But okay, I'm a yeah, part you're of, keeping yourself busy. I'm, yeah, I'm trying my best to keep. Yeah, you can say that at least. I'm trying to keep myself busy, and okay, um, cool. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's mainly because I crash and burn so hard before. I was just no, trying. I, I experienced the same thing. I get what you mean exactly. Yeah, and like you know, like when you crash and burn so hard, you're like. Dang, I just gotta like not really redeem yourself. I mean, you can say redeem yourself, but yeah, I was trying like, to like build yourself back up, build myself back up, and create some sort of framework that I can work off of for next year. Now going into it, I think I created too big of a framework. But <laughs> uh, regardless, uh, the student that I'm part of right now, the pre medical society. So we help pre-medical students get into their medical schools by giving them like seminars, hosting events, all that sort of stuff. Ryerson Trek for Teens, we advocate for youth homelessness. Ryerson's MedLife team, so we help with the whole MedLife organization. So organized trips, we do have fundraisers, uh, also part of Science Plus, and we will help advocate for like equity-seeking groups and uh, promote intersectionality within the science community. Yeah, that's how I met you, because we're both a part of that. I'm the VP for LGBT, and you're the VP for... Mental health. Mental health. Yeah, so, we, so are, we are very cohesive now. That's perfect. And what other groups were you a part of? I'm also part of the OSSA. I'm the sponsorship coordination person. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty much advocating for all science students across the, or across the province, rather. Yes. Also part of the new Ryerson Pre-Dent Society. So um, I'm, I'm the type of student that doesn't really know if I want to go to dental or med school. But regardless, I was just looking to help out with like new groups and stuff. Yeah. And the last two, I'm a part of the Stem Cell Club and the RSS Defense Committee. 
Whew, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say are the main ones that you'd like to talk about in this podcast? Because I feel like with an hour, we could only go so far with yeah. eight different well, let's, let's, let's leave it at a couple, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so which would you say maybe your top four or three, if you had to choose? So hopefully not all the presidents are watched or listening to the podcast but so t- top three i'll i'll give it up to um, definitely for medlife being my first one verizon trek <laughs> routines and the pre-dense society now reason being first one is definitely medlife because it's very relevant to what we're doing now we were yeah, able to help so many families not um, not in canada but we helped a lot in south america with fundraising for like just to get food for them for their for them and their families we're able to fundraise enough to get um let's see we fundraise about like as a team just as ryerson we fundraised about over two thousand bucks over a course of two weeks and at 90 percent of it we got just within an hour we call them power hour initiatives (laughs) so that was really fun how did you do that so what we did was like it was like our whole team just gone to like a big like Google Meets call, and then mm-hmm. we're like, okay, within this hour, everyone reach out to every contact possible that you have, and just like literally spam them with a bunch of like, hey, fundraise for this or donate for this and stuff. And it was at first I was like, yo, that's kind of lame, not gonna lie. But then uh, within the first like ten minutes, I think we got over like what two to three hundred bucks already. So it was mm-hmm. a lot of like teamwork, a lot of. Um, trying to reach out for your own personal connections and such. That's so good. Uh, did it go to any specific country in South America or was it just general like to help out with COVID now? Yeah, so we are, so our chapter right now as Ryerson, we are focused in Ecuador. A oh, lot of our, nice. yeah, so a lot of our service trips are based around Ecuador. And mm-hmm. We were supposed to go on a learning trip in May. Well, obviously, obviously, yeah, <laughs> I, I wonder what made that not happen, so. Mm-hmm. That happened, but we still took initiatives to fundraise at like local Talises or I don't know what other fundraising places you have around you. But yeah, we we tried our best to be local and still try to reach out to other families. It was really like heartwarming because one of the families was able to join a call with us. Now I don't understand Spanish, but I can understand the tone. Oh, of, like, do you want me gratitude. Spanish? Do you want me to say it? What what was it? I don't know, but it was just very heartwarming, made me want to cry. So <laughs> it was, it, it, she was very cute, but uh, I don't know what she said exactly, but I can tell the gratitude in her voice and stuff with her and her family oh. around. Yeah, that's really nice. And that was for which organization again? Just to remind me. That was for MedLife, yeah. MedLife. And then yeah. what do you do with what was it called? Trek for Teens? Yeah, Trek for Teens. So I am the vice president of corporate relations, something that. Ooh does not sound like in my particular niche or whatever but uh, what we do is we so we advocate for youth homelessness by like the typical fundraisers and we donate them to like shelters and stuff mm-hmm. but the biggest thing is is like getting the name out or getting the word out there team homelessness and stuff like especially at Ryerson we yeah, we, we are pretty close we will see it all the time we're pretty close to that community right whether it be location by a person to person and stuff but you never really hear about teen homelessness and it's something that personally connects with me like the second i saw like youth homelessness i was like i gotta get on that right away because i i had a pretty bad history with like uh, at risk of being homeless when i was younger so then uh like i contacted them and then i got the position um pretty soon and this is my first year as it but we have a lot of cool initiatives coming up this year so we have a lot of different events going on that will help again bring the name out there bring the word out there because i think 
we are focused on the, the general homeless population. Yes. But then um, there's obviously way more subcategories like women, teens, youth, right? Elders as well, vets. Yeah, that's just with any group of people, really. But yeah. I really like that you were so, able to help out a subject that you felt affected you personally and that you're seeing good things come of it, you know? Yeah, it's yeah I'm, I'm nice super excited for it this year. Yeah, we see a lot of homelessness around our campus, and I think we can kind of become very numb to it. Or just oh, absolutely. Pathetic. Yeah. And so I think it's great that you're doing something to help out with that. Totally. Yeah. You can get so jaded from it. Like even for me, mm-hmm. like in Hamilton, so we do have a pretty big homeless population, but I live in a part in the city where you don't see that all very often. And when like when I walk around those areas, I grew up around there too. And I personally felt very touched to them. So I was like, sit down, like have a talk with them. I didn't have a lot of money to give to them or anything. So we just kind of talked and such. But then yeah, some of these people, they just want to have a conversation with somebody. Yeah, and like, they're, they're, like they're if you don't have human. money, you can just talk to them because, like, think of how many times that somebody just stops to talk to them if they're completely on their own. Yeah, man, it makes me so sad. But like, yeah, you know, but um, we're helping out. That's yeah, good. We're, we're trying our best. Yeah, we're trying our best. That's all we can do. Then, like, when I went to Ryerson, I was like, like, I was so well, not not just myself, but we were all so like in between them and stuff, and it and it just makes you forget, kind of like forget about them comes like you're used to them yeah you, know? you just, just get so used to them it's like yeah it's just that person like between my 2 p.m and 4 p.m class right mm-hmm. do you know jason that he always holds the door open at tim hortons yeah i miss him i miss him <laughs> so much oh shout out to jason i miss, I miss him. his good mornings yeah i know oh he was so nice oh man so kind and then you said that there was one more the dental society yeah, the pre-dent society. So um, again, I don't know if I want to go into med school or dental school or any professional school or whatever. Yeah, but well, still, it's kind of early in your degree to decide yeah, completely. Super early, and I'm just going to leave it at that for now. But um, the reason why I find this to be more interesting for me is that they're a brand new group. So the whole overall genesis of the group made me really interested with them. I Because I believe at heart, I'm, I have that like entrepreneurial drive. I'm really dedicated to starting new things up. Yeah, I can kind of tell. <laughs> yeah, like I'm a very like kickstarter e kind of person. That overall like interested me and stuff. But also mm-hmm. I'm beginning to shadow a dentist too and like learning so many different things from him. Not just from patient care, but also like the skills for it. This makes me want to like help other dental students on like what the profession's like, uh, how to get a shadowing position, how to get support for the debt, how to get support for other things and such. Yeah, because I, I actually don't know how dentistry works at all, but would it just end up being you eventually open up your own practice and you run your own business in that way? Yeah, so you can, from what I know so far, you can do private business. You can also work in the military as well, the armed forces. Mm-hmm. They do have dental technicians and officers. That's all I know so far, but I, yeah, I, I explored those early. two options right now. Yeah, it's still really early and there's too many things to look at, so I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, keep your options open for now. One thing I wanted to ask you specifically was, uh, what do you think the significance of these groups are to Ryerson as a whole? Oh man, the significance. I know that's stuff. difficult. Yeah. Yeah. Take your time. <laughs> that's a big question. I I got it because this is a question that we always ask in interviews. So, I, I think I I got an overall picture. For me, it's not only the niche that each group has, but it's the overall involvement in the school. Because I find that like us as science students or any student rather, we get really caught up in our schedules and stuff that we kind of forget about 
having people represent you, having some sort of involvement outside of classes and stuff. Yeah, and then you gotta, you gotta the think of way. yeah, you gotta think of quizzes, tests, exams, studying, and all that all that sort of stuff, right? Yeah, you're and, under so much stress that it's kind of difficult to free your mind up and think about those other things. But I found that when you do begin to volunteer and become involved and actually see other people and yeah. talk to other people in a group setting, it's kind of nice because it's it alleviates a bit of that stress. Yeah, and, and not even just like talk to them, it's just like working with them too, right? Working so, within that one niche of that student group. Like, for an example, like with MedLife, like we all want to advocate for these families that have been affected by COVID, right? Mm -hmm. And like, it, to a certain degree, there's like that, like, that like, level of passion and cohesiveness that, that just happens naturally within that group. Mm -hmm. And that's really not only rewarding for me, but it's also very empowering. It's very empowering. Yeah, it's super empowering because there's so many other people just like myself that want to make a really big impact. Mm -hmm. And it's it's really like nice to know that I have that support with other people and groups and such. Yeah, that's what I found that's really nice among a lot of the science students that I've met is that most of all they just want to make some sort of positive impact in one way or another with whatever skill set they do have, right? Yeah, and like I think another it also thing... just creates a sense of community as well. Yeah, I, yeah, I was just gonna say that that sense of community is super big because like at Ryerson, like. Everyone goes through the classes and leads back to like Brampton, Mississauga, or like Burlington, or whatever. <laughs> and uh, for me, for the first couple of weeks, I I felt like I lost that sense of community that I had in high school. Like just like going yeah, around definitely. saying hi to people and stuff. And it's um, easy to just go to your lectures, not talk to anybody, go home, do your homework, and repeat it every day. Yeah, and uh, with that, with the sense of community that you have with, amongst other team members and stuff, it's really nice to just like have like a proper conversation with them and have friends and stuff. Definitely. And also, especially now with how isolated, like with how easy it is to feel isolated, it's really important to keep those senses of community going. I mean, oh, that's man. the point of yeah. this podcast too, right? But I like that we're still able to keep that alive, even if it's over the internet, right? Yeah, totally. And uh, I think for me, my eyes really opened, like it's pretty recent actually about community when uh, I had, when I talked to one of the presidents of the, um, well, my course union, and she had a big sort of a role in some, like, an, an event that I helped out with as a leader. And I, pre it was a uh, orientation and uh, like, oh yeah, not to paint a bad picture over it, but there's a lot of different things that didn't go right for me personally for orientation. Mm -hmm. And well, yeah, the fact like, that it was online in the first place online than just like people in general and like <laughs> there's, there's a multitude of things that can go wrong and all the wrong things for me happened during the events and stuff and for me i was just like i'm i'm the kind of person to bottle stuff up and just like leave it at that for now but then yeah, you don't want to be confrontational about it i guess yeah I, I just don't i don't like talking about this stuff you know and like yeah so i was kind of like uh, I wasn't really worried about it, but then she reached out to me and she was like, oh, hey, how's Frosh and stuff? And then I was like, it was, it was okay, right? And then, like, before, I always viewed her as, like, the president, right? Like, she will she will tell me to do stuff that I need to do. I'll do that stuff. She'll say if it's good or bad, and that's that, right? But then we had, like, a really long talk about, like, the issues I was going through and, like, the amount of support that, like, she had and, like, the whole union had and stuff. It was really touching because, like, I personally never had friends or people to go to to talk about these issues and stuff. Mm -hmm. But like after working 
in such a again a niche area with them it's just really natural for us to get closer and like connect further than just like team members and stuff mm-hmm. so that really gave me a sense like hey like i'm super involved so like, i shouldn't be like alone for anything right and it's Definitely. really nice to have like have those figures and like those like senior students that will be more than happy to help you out for anything yeah and to look up to too and for guidance and i found that especially during my first year i've i found that super helpful whenever any upper years would reach out and just let it be known to me that they were there if i needed the help oh and man like, like they're so helpful man like first I year i literally i, like I got a boss yeah because like, they're so friendly and stuff you know like anyone like over the third year know they they know how god awful it could be like in our in our like faculty and stuff right and like I think they've been through like all of the things that you have. Yeah, they've they've been, been through, through like the Nomor and biochem. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they've been, they've they've gone through it, so they know how to help you out because they understand. It's nice yeah. to have that, right? It's it's really nice to have that empathy, sympathy. I forgot which mm-hmm. word it is, but it's nice to know that oh. they're in our shoes and stuff, right? For me, I, I I really like having that connection where like they understand where I'm coming from and like they're more than willing to like reach out for like help and stuff. Yeah, it's really yeah. touching. Yeah, that's what I really liked about helping out with Frosh this year, because I felt like I was kind of maybe able to like give back a little bit in that sense. Yeah. All right. It's yeah. Overall, it wasn't the best orientation for me but just there's a lot of froshies that like even like reached out to me privately and they're like oh how do you do this this and that and and like just being able to sort them out and like reassuring them that like it'll be okay like first year is like it's pretty stressful in the first week but like you got this us I'll, I'll give you some like my guidelines and stuff that i did it's mm-hmm. i just personally like reaching out and giving out my own hand to like not just help them in a system but course sort of like mentoring them in a sort of way yeah I know you don't need to join any more groups right now, but there is actually a try mentoring program. Yeah, I'm a mentor uh, too. Bro. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> never mind then. There's a try mentoring program at Ryerson that I found is really helpful and that like directly pairs you up with upper years. Uh, I didn't use it when I was in first or second year because honestly, I just had this complex that like, oh, I don't need help. I need to do this all on my own i need to be independent me too (laughs) but i think there's a lot of value in reaching out for that help whether it's academically emotionally or just you know with anything right yeah totally all right so we should probably move on to the next question i had for you why do you enjoy these groups or enjoy participating in them yeah i can go a little more in depth in it though because so for me um, when i like going through middle school and high school i wasn't a big believer in student government and stuff yeah me or, neither i kind of hate student it. involvement yeah i was like okay, <laughs> i was like, like who are these like preppy people i'm just trying to go to class and go home yeah like who are these kids preaching like an hour lunch instead of 45 minutes and stuff and i'm like I don't, I don't see the point in doing this because it's not going to happen, right? Yeah, like, I why are you leave... staying an hour after school? Like, I want to yeah. go home. I want to eat. Like, what are you talking about? Like, like student councils, like, in my experience, like, they never really represented the issues and the things that I wanted to bring up and stuff. So I just kind of lost hope in it. Mm-hmm. 
and that's what I had going to university too. So like, yeah, I was trying. I I got involved with athletics at the school, but that's just because for my my own personal enjoyment. But I yes. never ever wanted to reach out to the RSS, reach out to student groups and stuff because I had that sense where like, yeah, they're not gonna do jack for me, right? They're not gonna do anything for me. So. I feel like also in high school, most of it was just like a popularity contest, and I just totally. hated. Oh, yeah. I just hated it, but also I just yeah. didn't like high school. So they treated like student council like prom king and queen. You know, I was like, yeah, true. And I'm like, oh. yeah, I don't, I don't know about this anymore. But then like, there's, I there's feel like one... university, it's much less biased. To, it's much less biased towards that. Absolutely, yeah, hundred percent. Because it was one particular event. Um, that I went to, it was uh, Ontario Science Games, OSG, for short. <laughs> and to say that it changed my perspective is just like, is a totally, is a total understatement to like how I feel about it. Because the way, the, the way the events work, it's like, it's like the amazing race for science students and stuff. Just like working together as a whole team between like fifth years and first, or second, first, second years and stuff. And understanding that like, all of the crazy and fun events that happen are because of student groups that are led by students that actually care about the whole faculty and stuff. Yeah, I it really like changed my mind. There's always something going on. There's always yeah, there's always something going, something on, going on, and uh, it's just something that I wanted to be a part of and help advocate for because I had such a great time there. So like, hey, why the heck not? I'll just join them and help like help them out to make more students come out, make more students like be heard and stuff. I feel kind of like the same way that you did, but I feel like I got involved maybe only recently, honestly, in the last year or so, because mm -hmm. before that I would usually become involved with things for my own personal benefit or my own personal enjoyment. And while that was fun, like I did labs, I did like lab work, I did dance, I did choir. That was fun, but it didn't, and it made me feel like a part of a community, but I feel like being a part of things other than that really feel good in the altruism that you're yeah. contributing to i feel like there's a bunch of evolutionary theories on altruism that i actually find really interesting but that's not the point right now <laughs> uh, basically like altruism feels nice and at, at times i've wondered if it's selfish if i'm doing these things only if they feel only because they feel good for me or if i'm actually doing them for the other people that's yeah, man, it's a hard, it's, it's, it's a hard balance uh, for me. It was a, like a hard balance for like, am I just doing this for myself or am I like doing this for like other people and stuff? But, but yeah. I feel like there's no way that you can do anything that's not for yourself, at least to a degree, even just like maintaining a relationship with another person, right? Oh, like, absolutely. Yeah. You need some sort of benefit to like yourself to keep it. Yeah. Yeah. If not, then why would we do it at all? Right. I guess mm -hmm. humans are inherently selfish, but. I mean, good things come of it. So yeah, that's just my theory. Moving on, what would you say is your least favorite part of being a least part of all part. these things? A lot of people will think like, oh, it's cause it's probably causes of the time and stuff, right? That it <laughs> takes up per week. And for me, I that was never an issue for me because I I really enjoy being in all these groups. So for me, it like the hour a week for like a meeting or for some work and stuff for the group. It never felt like I was wasting time, like not being able to study, not being able to read, play games, or any or any sort of things like that. Yeah. Did you ever get bit, like feel really busy or overwhelmed, or was that not an issue for you? So for me, I love being busy. I love having a jam-packed schedule because it, it keeps my journaling going. It keeps my that, that this is how I feed my reward system pretty much. Being able mm -hmm. to go through a busy day 
And like when I lived in res too, like I was really busy. I was like hopping on the TTC like every like hour going back and forth the city and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I found that really fun. And it's something that I do miss because now I can, I can literally attend like three meetings at one time and yeah. no, no one will know better. But and you'll just uh, be sitting the entire day. <laughs> I'll be sitting the entire day too. So, but more specifically, the least favorite part of these groups, honestly, is it's just a situation that we're in right now. I hate not being able to meet everyone in person. Two days ago, I shook someone's hand for the first time in six months, and it felt so crazy. It felt like I like gained a new sense or something, and it was just something that I really missed because having that person-to-person IRL situation, that connects a lot further for me. I was miss shaking someone's hand, man. Like, or that's like having like personal handshakes and like having that human to human connection in person is something that I hate not having because there's so many different people that I want to meet and that's like make friends with and that's like work with in person. But because yeah, you, you, you you only go so far. even like right now, like if we're doing this in person, I'll be like super way more engaged and it'd be really it'd be a, like a lot more fun. Not saying it's not fun right now, but like it's really <laughs> fun having it in person too. Yeah. No, I, I feel that, especially as a more extroverted person, I really miss just meeting new people, yeah. going to these events, and like just shaking hands, the excitement of like getting to know somebody new or making yeah. a new friend. It's, it's, a, it's weird. It's a weird time. Hopefully that will end up getting back to normal sometime mm-hmm. soon, sometime within the rest of this degree, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully, yeah. Oh man, um, now you say that, it's like, who knows? No, but you have more of a chance, okay? You have more of a chance. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, ju- I just want to finish off like one year, like semi normally. That would be the best thing for me. That's all I want. Yeah, I'm so, I'm so, I'm just like waiting. My like my fingers are itching just, just to like meet people and it's like be in a social setting and stuff, you feel? Yeah, definitely. So I guess you could say that what you don't enjoy the most about all this right now is just the lack of personal connection due to everything online. Yeah, that's super understandable. And with that, we can move on to our next question, which is why you think community involvement is important at Ryerson. How would you, let's say, advertise it to somebody that, let's say a froshy that thinks that it's all kind of bull like we Mm -hmm. did? (laughs) For me, I had to experience it because I know like a ton of people that'll just like have like their elevator pitch on why it'll be good and stuff but you really 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 just have to experience it like so for me you do yeah exactly like for first year for an example i didn't really enjoy frosh because a lot i didn't really go to it so i can't can't say much about Mm -hmm. it so i didn't i already didn't have that excitement going into it yet yes but then after i experienced osg like, that really opened my eyes to that, like, all this fun I'm having is because of student groups and stuff, right? And I think once you break down that initial barrier, just understanding that, yeah, you have a busy schedule, but you need to have time to have your extracurriculars, have your, like, fun times and stuff, and being able to, like, unwind and work on something that's niche to you. The reason why I say niche so much is because I find that it's something... It's, I don't like saying that it's specific to you, but it's something that you are most optimal in. So like I'm yeah, most well, optimal in like this sort of environment. Yeah. Because like, let's say, I think that's why diversity is kind of important because every single person is going to have strengths in a different area. Yeah. 
And collectively we can, if we all work together, then we're going to fill up the entirety. But if you have a lack of diversity, then there's going to be a lot of spots missing. Totally. Yeah. You need, you need a ton of people to fill in your own blind spots and stuff. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, because our perspectives are so limited. Oh like, yeah, totally. Yeah. We're only living our own lives and never seeing through the eyes of what the 7 billion people that live on the earth with us, how can we expect to know everything or to have the right perspective, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, the involvement that you get on campus is like another thing for me is like having school spirit too. It's a very yeah. high schooly cheerleadery way to say it. But, but for it's me feeling. Yeah, and it's I never had that sense where like I can say like oh I'm I am a student from like McNabb Secondary or whatever right I never had that sense where like I was proud to be a part of that community and stuff to say that proud in a way where like my involvement and stuff all those sort of things and such and like I never had that that urge or duty to say that or that pride too but having the school spirit like now at least. Especially when people are like, oh, you go to Ryerson, so it's probably Rye High or something, right? And like, ugh, like having that sense of a school spirit really uplifts myself and makes me want to advocate more for Ryerson. And student groups definitely helped me with like building up my spirit for the school because we do so many great things for so many great people. And we have a lot of like great minds that get together to help with a, a bunch of different opportunities for students and it's just something that I can say right now that I'm really proud of. And like the years coming, I'll say the exact same thing. That's really nice. I get where you're coming from, especially with how it like gives you a sense of pride because a lot of people tend to shit on Ryerson demean it as a school, but I honestly, I love it. I, I would not want to be anywhere else because of A, the sense of community, B, I, most of my profs are good. Usually each semester you get like a prof that's like iffy, but I can say- but that's everywhere though, right? everywhere but also just it's a smaller school everybody knows each other everybody says hi to each other everyone's friendly the upper years are nice it's more of a cooperative environment as opposed to a competitive environment again moving on do you want to leave us with maybe one of your favorite moments or a positive anecdote about your involvement in these groups oh man let's see i think the one that stands out the most for me is the rss's events committee it's not it's not a specific moment it's more so how we function overall so it's like any time with this committee i just have a great time with not only because the vp is is such a great person but it's the amount of getting personable with people and stuff like this group like we're all we're all like super close friends and i didn't i didn't know them like two months back and stuff right but now, mm-hmm. like, we're all super, like, even when we like, message each other in our group chats, it's, like, super fun. And, and they know like, your life story, right? <laughs> yeah, and, like, we just, like, me, like, share memes and, like, share, like, our meetings through memes and stuff. And because for me, I'm a very, I try my best to be very relaxed and just, like, chill and just, like, trying to have fun with stuff. And it's definitely mm-hmm. a community that I found a lot of fun with or that I am having fun with. Yeah, it doesn't like, all have to be seriousness. Oh, like, totally, yeah. It's not like a position where it's a desk job, where you go, you do your work, and you don't fraternize, fraternize where you don't fraternize, I can't say that word. Fraternize. Where, <laughs> where, you where you're not like interacting or socializing. It's kind of meant for that, honestly, if anything. Yeah. And so for me, it really stuck out trying to have fun. with, And it actually all started with like a retail job. I used to work at Best Buy. And like... Yeah, I. Oh, and an, sorry. 
one at Eaton's? Uh, no, I worked in Hamilton, so it's a, it's a different okay. store. But like, so everyone hates retail, right? That's that's, that's a given. Yeah, but no, then I worked in customer service to actively avoid retail. <laughs> yeah, so you, like, because everyone knows how bad it is during certain times and stuff. But one thing that really stuck with me within that job is one of the values, and one of the values was having fun while being the best. Now, at the time, I didn't really care about it because I was just trying to clock in, give him a paycheck, and leave, right? Yeah, just like, give me my money and like I'm I'm gone. Yeah. And now, like, I find so many different situations where I'm trying my best to just have fun while giving my, my best work and stuff. Another big example is when I worked with Camilo Gray. He was a part of Vision of Science for, like, a pretty long time. And I was part mm-hmm. of his uh, fundraising committee. He was super relaxed, chill. And, like, I'm sure I'm sure you heard of him. I'm sure you talked to him already and stuff. But like, he's, like, super relaxed and just, like, trying to have fun. But then we had, like, really good results, even if all the event didn't go through. And like it taught me so many things about how like you can the how you can have like different translatable skills to different committees, different groups and stuff. Yeah, honestly, it's just like in in essence, having fun while being productive is like the big sort of picture that I have for all these groups. Yeah, I think that can apply to school as well because if you don't at least somewhat find what you're studying interesting or find a way to make studying enjoyable by just drop out yeah (laughs) i i I never understood people that force themselves to go into these degrees because i'm like if you don't like it you're probably not gonna do well because it it, it's a lot and if you don't like it then it's gonna be very 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 difficult you're gonna hate yourself you know like I I, i don't know how i would find the motivation to do all this if i didn't like it oh man like, I like don't know how. oh if i should go through bio 2 and not liking it no I'm kidding bio uh, <laughs> 2 was not that bad i didn't you... I... <laughs> i'll uh, sidetrack here and say yeah i i definitely agree with you I, I i couldn't imagine myself going through this whole thing being forced to do it i yeah. understand there's a lot of pressures of going into just certain degrees for certain futures and stuff yeah, definitely from like parents and from yourself personally. Yeah, even so from yourself, not- yeah. Yeah, there is pressure and stuff, but like forcing yourself to like like do all this sort of stuff, man, like all the work you had to do and like I tried my best to make myself like the content I'm learning and I couldn't even mm-hmm. like imagine if like I preferred arts over this or if I preferred mathematics over this and stuff, you feel? Yeah. I mean I got really excited when they showed some video of like mitochondria. No, what was it? Not mitochondria. When they showed some video of the cells dividing of like, yeah. the cell cycles, I remember in first year they showed a video of it. And I was like, oh my god, they have a microscopic video of this. It's really so cool. quick now. And yeah, I was <laughs> kind of really excited, and it's like obviously like we're all nerds here. We're all really excited and passionate about what we do. Oh man, really yeah. Nice. Like but, I have uh, a f- I have a friend. Um, so she's also in first year with me, and like we we have a group chat and stuff, um, and like we were really excited to read like report reports, like scientific journal reports, and like everyone's just like just like hating on her, like do like oh how could you like like science journals and stuff, and like and for me I'm like yo I I hella dig this stuff and like reading about it and like her and I were just like talking about so many different points of certain journals and stuff, and it was just really nice to have that that there is someone out there that can connect with you 100%, right? Yeah, definitely. And like finding people that are passionate about the same things that you are. I think that's another benefit of all these student groups or being a part of any club is that you find like-minded people that enjoy the same things you do. And 
you're not always all going to be the same, which is nice. I don't like to keep myself in a bubble of people that all think completely the same because then you're just, there's not much room for growth. You're just limiting but, yourself, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. But it's a balance, right? Agreed. But yeah. Basically, 100%. The point is like, it's nice to find people that are also passionate about the things you are passionate about. Uh, and one thing that you mentioned earlier that I kind of wanted to talk more about is uh, transferable skills mm-hmm. and how you develop a lot of transferable skills and skills that are super, super important in the workplace by participating yeah. in all these things. It's not just like a personal thing of personal development, but it can also be part of career development because also volunteering for all these things look really good on resumes. And yeah, I don't like doing things safe solely for the purpose of like sticking it on my resume. But if it's going to help, I'm not mad about it, right? Absolutely. Yeah, totally. For transferable skills and stuff, I think there's two sort of workplaces that really open my mind to it. What would you say are the transferable skills that you've gained throughout all this? Oh, man. Number one is teamwork. Teamwork, 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 teamwork. Everything that I've done so far outside of studies is because of teamwork. And... uh, the results that I've gotten that I'm personally pleased about are because of other people. Obviously, everyone knows that you need to have a sense of teamwork, right? Like, it's it's yeah. a given. You go into any workplace, the job description will say teamwork at least five times, right? Probably and yes. no matter what profession you go, even if it's a desk job, you need some sort of level of teamwork. Just but, being able to interact with other people yeah, well just enough be, to get <laughs> Just be a good person, right? It's and like- be a little bit like amicable with other people that's all you yeah really need. That, that's a good word i like that word yeah and uh i think it's a little different for me because i didn't really i don't like saying teamwork like overusing and stuff but for me there's like a sense of like camaraderie to like, to, like the yes. armed forces and stuff and yeah it's pretty intense when we're all we're doing is like pulling up like excel sheets and like going to meetings and stuff but it's a sense where you know that someone else out there has your back on your team and yeah, it's the same when you're like trekking through midterm season together in like group studies. <laughs> yeah, you're all going through Holly with each other, right? So yeah, like in like little study groups, you're just like all like, I don't know what's going on, but we're gonna get through but this. Don't worry, but, I don't either. So me and my friends always say the pack survives. And so if yeah. I'd recommend anything to like first years or anybody really is just like find your people. And man. Like, I, I, it'll help so much with like just alleviating the stress me and my friends totally together in the same room and a question that would have taken me maybe 30 minutes to figure out would take me maybe five because we would bounce those questions off of each other right yeah like i, I just like when, when you say like the survive like the pack survives it's like it totally hits home because like i, I just miss the days where like you leave a midterm and you're like yo Question question thirteen C. Get did you get that? And they all say oh, no and stuff. Like, yeah, really, how many did you leave blank? That was off. Many <laughs> 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 like that, but like, oof, oh man, I, I just missed it. Here. Yeah, <laughs> not gonna say which courses because I don't want to get doxed. But me neither. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's it. Yeah. Besides teamwork, what other values do you think you've taken, or transferable skin skills that you've taken from those experiences? Oh man, being able to listen to people for sure. Like that that's a very easier said than done sort of thing. But it yes. it needs it needs to get like that skill needs to get to a point where it's like easier done than said, right? Like for one of my internships, sorry, for my internship, part of the Science Everywhere, one of the zones at the school. And our our team environment is very we need we we need everyone 
to be on the same boat for different like, ideas and stuff because we all bounce ideas off each other. We all give each other's positive criticism. And if it wasn't for that, it wasn't for being able to criticize other people's work while being positive and productive with it. Yes, then we will, criticism. yeah, we will not be anywhere whatsoever right now. Cause like even like our, like, even the CEO is, is very like very open to like our opinions and stuff because he knows that we all have our own strengths. Every and meeting also, I, I always freaking bully him for being a boomer. So I'm really good with tech and stuff. Oh, sorry, I'll cut you off early, but you're going to say. Uh, I think it's also like being able to take that constructive criticism yourself. That's kind of a learned thing. You have to get over your pride and your ego a little bit. And just oh, yeah, good point. Yeah. If you want to be able to do the best work you can. Yeah, I'm just going to lone wolf through university because in the end, like you're only going to have yourself and yourself only, which to a degree it is true. But for ideas, brainstorming and stuff, you definitely need other people out there because in my own thinking, there are so many different things, quote unquote, wrong with it, that if I had a person there, they would have told me that like, hey, man, like, I think for this section, you could have done this differently. That's just my opinion, but you can take that if you wanted to. Like, if I had that, if I had that mindset for a long time, for a longer time than now, then, um... It would have been a lot easier to like get into like the groove of like teamwork and stuff, but obviously yeah, so. like the reason why I didn't have that mindset because like like my whole sort of like studies and stuff like I was very I very I believe very strongly that I was only I was right and stuff, <laughs> but opening up to teams and stuff really makes you open your mind a little bit, and that's oh, yeah. definitely something that is transferable across all fields for sure. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we end off, or is, are you good with that being more of your closing statement? I know, like, this year's gonna kind of suck because of, like, yeah. Corona and stuff all happening, but just like what you said earlier, and, like, we're all in this together, the pack's gonna survive, so... Um, if anyone knows me personally, like, I'm always out there for, like, a quick chat or anything. I'm sure you have some sort of method to share different social medias and stuff. I'm always there to talk to other people, but... Yeah, I'm always out here for a hand if you want to talk to someone. So I got you guys. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to include a bunch of links in the description to uh, the student group Stephen's involved in. And uh, if you'd like, I could give out your contact info as well if you want that to be out there. Yeah, sure. Um, I'm totally cool with that. And yeah, I think this is a really nice little discussion just about teamwork, collaboration, not going through it alone. I think that's super valuable, especially now, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I will leave it at that. Thank you for having this talk with me. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and I'll talk to you soon. We're probably going to have a meeting in a little bit. So yeah, I'll probably see you like next week or something. So yeah, I'll talk to you next week. <laughs> All right. All right. Bye. All right. Peace out. Peace.